Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Meathead, fatso, barbutt, porky, meathead, fatso, fat-ass, double-wide, meathead, fatso, barbutt, butterball. From the Fairtex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. She's got smile that it seems to me remind me childhood memory that everything was as fresh as the bright Now and then when I see her face, she takes me back to that special bed. And if I stay too long, I probably break down and cry. You found this too. You no, gave this to Chris Solis. Chris Solis found this. Solis sent it but to you me, and I immediately just went forward. Frank, Frank, you know something. You just say, "Oh, Frank." What is this? At a, it's just like it's like an Indian wedding, and uh, they did a sweet child of mine, a version of it. I'm like, Frank, I know you can do something with this, mm. and that's what he put together. Mm. He really mixed the original with with it, which with, really with Dell's newfound toy. Fat. Do you think he was talking to you two? <laughs> A message to you two because he played it like twice. Is so it, some people are complaining they can't hear the sound on. Well, we one don't. Of the pl- we can't platforms. play music on. YouTube. Oh, on that one. Yeah. No, not YouTube or Twitch. We can't. We can't don't play. play we don't play copyrighted music on those. Channels. I don't think that's copyrighted. Well, yeah, that's not. Well, Sweet Child of Mine, the first part is. No one's gonna know, Dell. Uh, those are Stop the rules. Stickler, it's not talk, a rules. Talk to Wait a minute. How do you separate it? You when on Twitch you can't hear it. It's not even an issue separate. I just have to hit a couple buttons, and it goes out over the air radio-wise, but doesn't go out on our Bell's end. intentionally oh. just irritated. But it's okay right. to go out over the air. Now, wait, wait, wait. Because what? YouTube can... you do it on can, YouTube? Do you, no. Do it on YouTube. That's it, the key. I can't, I can't pick and choose the same stream. Then let everybody hear it. The channel... Yeah. The ch- it, the online it goes it goes through YouTube now. and Twitch yeah. and they don't want to demonetize the channel so we don't play copyrighted music on YouTube. I don't know if you heard we're not the corporate pilot dunk. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but, okay. uh, but apparently m- making it. money is the deal here, so we don't do it. Talk to the people we need to talk to. It ain't we, on me. Do you think we care get, about getting fined? No. It's, well, it's not fine. It's losing money. It's not about being fined. You don't get the money. They don't take it away from you. That's the difference. Oh, whatever. Um. So it was an Indian wedding, mm-hmm. and do you got the video of it too? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, sweet it's like seven or eight guys sitting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, pretty I, good. The, the dude can really bring oh, it. Oh no, no, no. He yeah. goes off oh, like yeah. he really goes off after that. Oh yeah, after that, we, it's even better. You know, we got to start a show. We got Super Bowl coming up. Right, right, right. So it yeah, is. Yeah, we're not going to waste any time today. So it is Super Bowl Saturday. Is what it should be. I mean, it really should be. There's no reason to have it on Sunday no. other than that's just the history of it, um, which, you know, that's enough to keep it there, I suppose. 
But really, the greatest move would be to have a Super Bowl Saturday. Yes. That would be the greatest move. Well, talk to your boss. Well, it does start at five. Well, okay, so the counter is, guys, you're not up until this is not you're not up until eleven o'clock and midnight watching a game. You're it starts at five thirty or whatever. It's like it's over by nine o'clock. You're and that's ten Eastern. It's not bad. Yeah, but it's still you're at a party. You have to whatever. I mean, everybody. It's a it's a giant celebration. It should be on a Saturday. Oh, take some personal responsibility for yourself. You don't got to get pissy just because the football game is on. Oh yes, you do. No, you don't. What are you talking about? You uh, you're the only person I know that won't have a cocktail on Sunday. You can drink. The only you, per- can... you and Raheel. Well, What's... you don't know a lot of people who aren't drinking. Yeah, he just doesn't hang out with people. Johnny, no, I don't. I Johnny know, Harris does. I, I, by by accident, I know him. By, you know by, a bunch know of people who probably go to do too much. Yeah, I didn't say don't drink. I just said don't get pissy. You think it's fair to say your people do too much? I, no, I don't think it's fair. I think my people do exactly the right amount. No, I think you're, I think you're in a bubble that ask is, Coors Light if we do the right I, amount. I, I think you're in a bubble that is maybe not the same bubble as most. I think you assume everyone to be in your bubble, and that's just not accurate. Okay, the you majority of people are mm-hmm. in my bubble. We'll be drinking. We'll be having a good time. That's not, not your, sitting in their room. Your majority in of people the dark will watching the in, Super Bowl will not be in your bubble. Your bubble, yes. If you say having a drink, a lot of people don't drink at Super Bowl. They they'll eat. They'll they'll party. What? John, I don't know how to tell you this, but who the, are these people that won't drink during the Super Bowl? How hard you go is not how most people. No, go. who are these people that you know that will not have a beer or a, some kind of cocktail that's during not, the Super Bowl? That's, that's not, not what, what I said. I said pissy drunk. Not everyone's gonna <laughs> want to do that on Sunday. Listen. Not everyone does that. Why would you stop? You know why would you limit yourself? Okay, I'll tell you why. Did you not watch the honors? Have you not heard what CJ and these guys are saying about God? A, they uh, don't. Uh, God doesn't want you to get smashed all the time. Well, you and, and the NFL is run basically by Roger Goodell and now God. Sorry, God turned water into wine. I know. I'm You're pretty not drinking sure. wine. Okay. He didn't turn it into Coors Light. Yeah, no, he didn't turn it into Coors Light. Okay. Uh, but but it was alcohol. And here's the deal. Here Here is he the deal. He didn't say get pissy drunk. The more pissy drunk you get, the more you do honor God. You're like, no, God, that's a, no, I, no, I love you. Is, no, there's no yeah. correlation. Here's what it does. It brings you yeah. closer to God later that night that's or the next day. God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, oh God, if you help, God, if you help me, if, I promise I'll never do that again. Yes, I go to church every Sunday. Oh! Uh huh. That's how you get close. I've been closer. You have been closer to God. When I woke up in a well, shower with jeans on, well, and I you, said, "What the hell is happening here?" I was all wet with get jeans. Closer on. to God when you poop in a popcorn bucket. Well, I can tell you that. I'm never going to leave that. Alone. That's not godly. I got further away from Him. Okay. With no, that's further a. and further away. Sorry, Listen, guys. So we won two of them. We so you're right, though. Su- should be Super Bowl Saturday. It yeah. should be. So it's, you got all day Sunday to recover, right? It's a, it's a, most people aren't recovering. Yeah. No, no most people are recovering. How from do they the not Bowl. have the hangover powder with you still? How do those people I know, are Those people are just lost an opportunity. <laughs> they're just a, they're not smart. They should be with you. Get, get the synapses reconnected. So not, no, no. I, I, I wasn't surprised that Kevin Stefanski, because the regular season with all the four different quarterbacks that he played, he he won with Joe Flacco. He beat D'Amico heads up during the regular season. It's vote, a regular man. season award, not the postseason award. You voted. You vote before the regulars uh, at before the postseason starts. Oh, he did a great job. I thought so. They were Stefanski go was great. I thought he was going to win. 
Andre Johnson. And, wait, and, wait, wait. Yeah. He won by one vote. But still, 21 to win. 20. And people got confused the other day with our conversation, and they thought maybe it was my vote that cost him. I didn't have a real vote. This is the NFL.com honors, like our predictions or, or who we thought should win or whatever. People are like, oh, my God, he lost by a vote? And it was Lance. Lance. And I'm like, I don't have a real vote. Oh. I had to stop that because all of a sudden there's three, then four people like, no, 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 no. I don't have a real vote. <laughs> well, you could have said, no, I voted for D'Amico. That's fine. Well, that would have been, a, I'm actually in NFL.com. Oh, my stuff is all. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. My stuff is all. Okay. So you thought Stefanski would win I too. I just had the winners. Right, right. I had Garrett. I had Will you had Anderson. Garrett? Yep. Man, and TJ's numbers are so much better. TJ's are gray. He got hurt. I just had Miles Garrett. I did just did nothing but pick winners. That's all. It's no big deal. I just gave a bunch of winners out. Okay, um, but but I thought TJ. I thought TJ got screwed. If you want to know the truth, but that's neither here nor there. Who's, I, well, we'll get the question CJ later. dominated. Will Anderson deservedly so. Congratulations. Will overtook him the last three weeks of the season. So, but Andre Johnson to me was a huge surprise. I, I don't know. It just wasn't. I could tell it was to you. It just wasn't yeah. to me. Now, what happened where everyone, I don't know, maybe this is, he must have been saying something on 610 because people were congratulating John McClain and like, this is a great way for you to ride into the sunset general. And he's like, I guess he must have had a huge push well, they, behind the scenes this he, year. Well, yeah, because this is different than it's a presenter. He's got a presenter. And I guess John McClain was his presenter. Probably again. so. And, and, well, he was there during Andre's time. Why would he not be? Well, right, 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 right. But but again, he's th- well, he's still there. I mean, he was still working, so uh, uh, he was probably still there. Nobody can present like John McClain can present. Well, now. John uh, John also has a lot of guys in the yeah. old guard uh, NFL media friends who are of his. So it was. I mean, no joke. Like, no joke. This yeah. is John is very instrumental. No, 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 no. This, no. Kind this is kind of like like the Pope, where the black smoke and then the white smoke comes out. John McClain behind the scenes was probably, hey, you guys, I need you. To, I'm gonna need you to do this for me. Well, I, I need you to vote for Andre. Maybe he's a majority this whip. This will be my last time. He feels more like less like a Pope. More like majority well, whip. No, behind gotta, the scenes, the bishops all get together. Well, no, and do but that. behind the scenes, you got to yeah. try to rally the votes yeah, to yeah, pass exactly. a bill. Exactly, you got to rally and, the votes to pass a bill. And he's like, like John's like a majority whip, who's like, okay, we got. I got to reach across the aisle to the NFC. I got to get enough votes for Whoa, this guy. I don't know that it's uh, well. Okay, yeah, I don't know don't that it's Republican, it Democrat, AFC, NFC. No, but I'm it's not. Sure. I don't think it's Pope or a bunch of guys. You're taking like. Don't vote for him. Vote for my. You're basically saying, "Hey, I need you to vote for him," and here's why. You're you're it's trying the to get with them, the Pope. You're trying it's... to get them on board for the Andre Johnson bill. Yeah, you have an Andre Johnson bill you're bringing to the House or to the floor, and you're trying to rally the votes for it, like uh, you know, well, like they do in real life. I don't. I hate to say, Dude, like Kevin you know, Spacey that's how did. the Pope works too. But it's the same gotta, thing, rallying the votes for one one bishop to be the next Pope. No, the but, Pope is gone. No, no, you're voting. Never mind. But the Never Pope's not rallying anybody. Sometimes the Pope's uh, dead. No, you're rallying votes for the Pope, for the next Pope. Anyway, regardless, I was – Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne are both sitting there, and it was a little bit surprising that Tory Holt's not there. It's a little bit surprising. A lot of people thought Tory's going to get in because he got – I think that is John McClain. Yes. I think that is. You know, Tory had time with uh, the greatest Sean Turf, which is – great that's what he's known for andre johnson did it without andre johnson not not to diminish tory hold these are who also had isaac bruce 
Andre never had an Isaac Bruce. Andre never had a, <laughs> in his prime, he never had a, I mean, his prime lasted for a little bit, but he never had a, um, a Marshall Falk. He did have a very, he had a Dominic Davis for a little bit, and then he had a very good Arian Foster, but that was, you know, towards the, the, the middle to the end of his run with the Texans. Andre Johnson did it, you know, really with average quarterbacks. You have a Hall of Famer. Of course, it does become, as you dig into the numbers, Kurt Warner's Hall of Fame is like, ooh, he's a, kind of a surprising Hall of Famer. But he was a Hall of Famer nonetheless. You had Mike Marsh's greatest show on turf. What Andre Johnson did was, I mean, John, led the league in receiving twice. Um, okay, so... Oh no no Twice. no! That's Tory Holt did. Let this re. You know, Tory Holt had three seasons where he had double digit touchdowns. Three, but he was sixteen hundred, thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred, sixteen hundred, thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred, eleven hundred, eleven hundred, thirteen thousand three hundred eighty two yards uh, for Tory Holt. I mean, the stats are good. Let it. Andre it. over fourteen thousand. Andre seven, the seventy touchdowns is what's been holding him back anyway. But he did lead the, the league in receptions and receiving yards twice with. The, and here's the thing: is with the Texans quarterbacks and the t- quarterback situation that the Texans have had had throughout his entire career. I mean, he was exceptional. I was on the sidelines for a lot of his career, and he was just spectacular. I just it, it was it's just a little surprising to me that he got in this time. I thought it was going to take him another time or two before he got in. He felt like this was the time. Maybe John McClain had tipped him off that this was going to be. Well, but to, look at this. Well, cl- I got a text, Dylan. I got a text that he was in at five o'clock. Oh yeah, from somebody in the know who texted us say, "Hey, just letting you know, Andre jo- little birdie tells me Andre Johnson got in, and I don't know how this guy found out, but he ended up being right. And not only that, Jerome Solomon about like." 15 minutes before it was going to happen or before the show started said, Hey, I had to pull over. I've been holding on to this. Andre Johnson's getting into the uh, hall of fame, which is something the NFL doesn't want. Yeah, right. And I guess somebody at six ten they blurted it out. They, they leaked it and they got whatever it means. They got in trouble. You know, league has come out to us and said, Hey, don't spoil draft picks. Yeah. If you get it early, don't do that. And I'm all for not doing that for what? Oh, look, this guy tells us... Like, well, the Woj, NBA draft sucks because of it. Because Woj has to... He's yeah. in a fist fight with Shams or yeah. everyone else. Yeah. But, like, literally, why do you need to... Like, why are you ruining the, the yeah. drama of hearing it on TV? Right, right, right. For what? What a... It's an interesting class. Patrick Willis, as little time as he played, and he had to retire because of his toe. Devin Hester, the first ever non-starter specialist. in the list. A specialist that really didn't have a position. Well... You well, know, he was a kick. He was a return man. He was a returner. They even said that at the thing, like the greatest returner or something. I mean, That's, he was an elite punt returner. Yeah, he's the first player ever in that was not an offensive or defensive player. Basic, but that is basically a return, a, a, a special teams guy. Steve McMichael is a little bit surprising um, right. that he got there. Randy Gratishar was a great, great player. Freeney Peppers. I, I think are, are were you know uh, locks, but the rest of, the rest of them, Randy Gratishar too, I would think. The rest of them are really wow. This is you really were great... wowed by all that. I really am. I, I really am. okay. So how many catches? How many? He was a receiver. How many catches do you think? Who? Uh, Hester had. He played uh, just so I can give you a total number of careers. He played until he was thirty four, from age twenty four to thirty four. Uh, how many catches? How many he catches? probably had uh, 112. 255. 255, okay. His high was 57 for 757 yards. Not bad. 
Like he yeah. was a legitimate slot. Re- that's what slot receivers get. They don't get to a thousand. He had six fifty, seven fifty, four seventy five, three sixty nine. Uh, what know, a weapon actually, like that with his speed and whatnot, you would have thought that that, that offensive coordinators would take um, a bigger advantage. Straight line of guy just wasn't a, wasn't really a yeah, but even runner. still, I even, think today he would have been a much bigger. Yeah, probably. So you, yeah, you look at Tank. If tell, Tank has that kind of production right now, I'd be like, eh, it was just an okay. You know how many rushes? It was an all right season. He had thirty six. Well, yeah, but it, but I look through all these stats for a lot of players in the NFL because I got to make comps. These actually are pretty good. It's actually not bad. This is what a lot of these guys look like who end up playing. This is what's shocking to me. Not Hall of Famers. No, 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 yeah, no. Right. He, well, he's not in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah. But I'm saying he did more passing. He did more than I thought. When I look at these stats, I'm like, oh, it's more than I thought. It's more than you thought. From a rushing standpoint, this will really surprise you. His rushing attempts, 36 in his career. In today's football, he would have had a, at least 170. Yeah, right. uh, he would have had jet sweeps. He would have had, they would put a brought him, they would have thrown pitches to him out of the backfield. Uh, they just didn't do that. But when we come back, we'll look a little bit more at the Hall of Fame class because I want to get into some of these guys. And I do want to talk about Andre Johnson. He's the first Texan ever into the Hall of Fame. We'll do that when we come back. It's 716. And but I want to talk about John Daspit. John Daspit. Good. John Daspit. I saw a commercial just yesterday. Um, He's got the TV screens filled up with commercials. They're tasteful commercials. They're not him hitting people or setting fire to them like some of these things I see on the commercials. I'm like, hey, guys, this is how you got, you know, this is what happens with personal injury lawyers. It's because this crazy ex somebody hitting you with a hammer or whatever, then you're going to, you know, you've got a lawsuit on your hands. Personal injury lawyer like John Daspit's there to, I mean, this is a guy who went to Fulbright Jaworski, worked there for years, was very successful as his Law undergraduate degrees at Texas, law degree from University of Houston. I mean, he does it the right way, but the right way is fighting for you. The right way is making sure that you have the same representation or better representation than the insurance companies have that are trying to squeeze you on the settlements. Their job, the insurance you know, lawyers, it sounds terrible, but we all know this is the truth. Their job is to squeeze you and put more money in the pockets of the insurance companies. And John Daspit's job is to make sure that all your bills are paid, that you're compensated for your pain and suffering because this was never your fault. If you've been injured in an accident at work, offshore, wherever the case may be, John Daspit wants to uh, take a look at your, your case and then fight for you to make sure that you get a fair settlement and one where you are taken care of. And that's the da- the Daspit difference. And they have a phenomenal winning percentage in court. It's 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dracula Flow. I'm Dracula. I'm 12 million years old. I have more perks than there are stars in the Leo cluster. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerlai. If you were listening to that first segment and wondering why I had to educate these dudes and why we can't play music on YouTube, that's because ESPN 975 now has a YouTube live streaming channel. We've made listening and watching your favorite sports radio station even easier. Officially streaming on the ESPN Houston YouTube channel every day. Now you can easily listen and watch anywhere and everywhere. If you listen every day and like us, clicking your clicking, excuse me, on our YouTube subscriber button makes a big difference for us. It matters. Let us know you're listening. ESPN Houston on YouTube. Just search it. 
You'll find it on YouTube or do it through Google. You'll find us. You can click on the streaming option, the live option, excuse me, and then hit subscribe. You help us out greatly, and you can watch these two clowns for three hours if, if you so choose. Hi, welcome back. I don't know what you said, Del. We were laughing in here about kids getting the eggs broken off their head. I was talking about a very important thing we're doing. ESPN Houston YouTube. I forgot about that. Um, Anyway, we were were talking about, you know how they crack eggs off kids' heads? That's funny. Yeah, it's funny for adults. Or throw cheese on kids. It's funny for adults to do that to kids. My my, my daughter has got, she's a remote maniac. Understood. Kids don't seem to like it. No. No, Oh, would you? Yeah. Throw me some cheese? An egg on your head? Uh, that's okay. Can Raheel bring an egg and smash it on your head? Raheel's not. I'm not a baby. Okay. Oh, it's funny you have though. To do it to little kids. It's funny. Yeah. Hey. hey, it's funny. Raheel's younger than me. I'll bang it off his head. Well, I'm just. Is he allowed to eat eggs? What do you mean? Must I don't can know. Eat eggs? What they can. Yes. I'm just yes. asking. I'm just asking. You knew that answer. Well, no. I'm just. What? What is no. he? He wants to come on Radio can Row he today. Eat eggs. <laughs> It's not a bacon and egg thing. I don't. You it's don't not know. Breck can't have waffles. No, because, but no it's tempting. It's very tempting. If you have an egg, you're going to want bacon. They do go well together. They do they go great together. But yeah, was salt, he promoting Houston cats or something? He didn't tell us. He just says he wants to be our radio row guest. Houston, you know, yeah, he works for Houston him. Cats. No, he's Houston, City Cats. The Roundup. City Cats. City Cats. It's called the Roundup. Is his show? No, it isn't. That's another it show. Should be. <laughs> He's hey wait a minute it's city cats city no, cats you know what I'm saying city, oh cast as in podcast meow city cast not city cats so uh, is he going to be on with us to he be wants our radio to, but John, yeah he's consultant? our he's but John our said radio no radio. on Good, Twitter let's do that yeah he, let's let's have he tweeted it out and I said said no but right. we'll see so Andre Johnson uh, well not before we get to Andre Johnson C J Stroud C J Stroud won the first award of the year first award of the show. I did watch the show. It was uh, Jordan Peele. He did a good job with it. I thought he did a, a nice job with uh, um, with the award ceremony. And they did some funny stuff. But anyway, um, it, that, although they were a little tight, they were a little, it was, it was not as loose. It was not as loose. It was a little bit tight. Wasn't but, Ricky Gervais? Uh, no, he actually cared to be there. <laughs> he didn't make fun right. of it. Oh, Lamar uh, Jackson. Yeah, playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look at this. Here he is, Josh Allen. Yeah. Most of the people here hate you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. Right. It was not that. Um, here is C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud walked up. He won the award and had a great. C.J. Stroud has become a really good speech maker. Here is C.J. Stroud's acceptance speech after winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. First and foremost, I just want to give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um. I want to thank the Texans organization, uh, all the way to McNair's, Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryan's. Y'all entrusted in me uh, by drafting me number two, and uh, I appreciate that. And never go uh, misunderstood. I appreciate y'all. Uh, secondly, I want to thank my family, uh, my mother, my father, uh, my brother, my sister. Uh, y'all have been my rock since I've been a kid, and I love y'all so much. Uh, I want to thank Ohio State, uh, Coach Day, uh, Ty Fitch. Um, and a ton of just Buckeyes out here that have gave me nothing but support and show a young kid some love all the way 2,000 miles away from home. Um, and I want to thank back home, Southern California, all the way from the IE to L.A. I'm a true Cali kid, and um, everything that y'all taught me took a village to raise me, and I appreciate that. Uh, this honor means a lot, and to whatever kid that's out here watching, you can do anything you put your mind to, man. Uh, I'm a living testimony to 
uh, perseverance and just trusting your goals and your dreams. And I just thank God for this. Thank y'all. Very good speech. Very good speech. He thanked mm. Todd Fitch. I didn't know who Todd Fitch was, so I looked it up. Todd Fitch joined the Ohio State program in January 21. He was just there one year with, uh, well, no, probably two years for CJ. As an offensive analyst, he's an Ohio native. Uh, Fitch and Day worked on the same staff together at Boston College. And um, I don't know. You know, it's one of those guys, things where he must have just had a good relationship with <clears throat> with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, one of his best friends, I talked to uh, a couple people about this. They brought up the name Dylan. So who's Dylan? He's got a guy he's real tight with named Dylan who's been great for him. Then I read an article. It's Dylan Thompson. And I was like, Dylan Thompson? I know that name. Del, do you remember the name Dylan Thompson? Do you remember it, John? No. He played uh, football. Oh, no, yeah. The uh, Kansas State quarterback? Nope. But you're oh, on the right position. South Carolina quarterback. South Carolina South quarterback. Carolina quarterback. Yeah. Right, right, right. Dylan yeah, we Thompson figure, is yeah, yeah, yeah. South He's, Carolina quarterback. Well, Jack Easterby hired him here. Yes, and he is the same kind of yeah. – there is a – he's a character coach, and there is some of the same stuff, yeah. Um, but apparently he is really big in terms of getting CJ's mind right, having him focus. And for CJ – you know, his dad was a pastor. Like, for CJ, the religious thing has been in his background for years and years and years. And it's something that probably has helped him through some challenging times. Because if you don't know his background, there are some, you know, he had some difficulties with his dad going to prison and uh, for a variety of counts. And it's something that he leans on and he credits with that Dylan with getting his mind right. And it's, it's been huge for him. This Dylan Thompson, I was reading up on Dylan Thompson. He's been, yeah, he's probably what Jack Easterby's supposed to be. Not a snake, a guy who has a very specific role, and certain players, you know, work with him, and he's a character coach. Um, I bring that up because we're going to run Will Anderson now, and Will Anderson, Will Anderson won Defensive Rookie of the Year, and he shouts out. Now, CJ didn't shout out Dylan, but apparently Dylan Thompson is very close to CJ. Will Anderson. Now you'll hear the tone, the way that they give their speeches. You can tell they're here's a guy with a little more polish. Here's a guy with. You know, this is a dog giving a speech right here. But it's heartfelt, and we feel the energy of his speech. You can see it and feel it. It's like, man, you get so excited to be a Texan fan. Here's, here's Will Anderson on, during his speech of winning the award. First, I just got to give all glory to God, man. Without him, none of this is possible, man. He deserves all the honor and praise. Killing it today. Um, second, I just got to give a shout-out to my beautiful family, my mom, my dad, my five sisters, my grandparents, um, auntie, cousins, thank y'all so much for caring for me, loving me, supporting me through the ups and downs, the good and bad, all of it, um, to the Texans or- organization, the McNairs, Nick, D'Amico. Words can't even explain y'all drafting up, drafting me, coming up to get me, man. It mean the absolute world to me, man. Thank y'all so much for believing in me, trusting in me to be a part of this organization. I'm forever grateful. And to my teammates, man, thank y'all for the belief, the confidence y'all gave me, man, everything. I appreciate y'all boys in the D-line room. I can't forget about y'all boys. Rank, Jerry, JG, Malik, all y'all boys. Thank y'all for pushing me, helping me become a better, you know, defense lineman, a better person. Coach Rod, Dylan, thank y'all for helping me bring me closer to God, helping me show that his faith and his mercy and his grace is, is undeniable, man. So thank you, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. So I'm not going to turn this into a religious show, but God has kind of made an offensive and defensive rookie of the year. If you are faithful and a believer, Dell, one of the things I just realized is you're going to win rookie of the year offense. Well, what you defense. don't understand is Lamar Jackson. Thank God too. God MVP. makes God makes all the players. So MVP. so he's responsible well, for all of them. Maybe the devil makes some. Oh, okay. 
I mean, I I'm not going to get into a battle with you, but I don't know if the guys last year praised God, but he, he was responsible for them too because he's responsible well, for he all of us. he was responsible for the MVP because he thanked God. and He was responsible for Joe Flacco if he didn't thank God. Oh, you, exactly. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. I think that's kind the point. Baker is, Mayfield. I'm telling my point John's is uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. My point is I'm not joking. My point is God's responsible for all the players. It doesn't yes. matter if they praise him or not. Yes. Well, that is if true. They don't, that is true. Well, if they don't, did you they make win? A, you make a good point, though. But bringing out and glorifying God, okay, mm-hmm. is the right move. It's the right move by these players. CJ, I think you know what, and, and you know what, God is making a comeback in in acceptance speeches. Actually, no joke. It's like it, it's like it's acceptable. It's, it, it's like the last two maybe years NBC been, won't cut it out today. No, Cam Jordan. Well, they can't. They can't run anything for. I'm, I'm like not even joking. Cam Jordan. Like literally everyone who got up there, uh, who was a player. I don't think Dem- I don't know if D'Amico did or not, but uh, no, not D'Amico because he didn't win. Stefanski wasn't there. He didn't accept it. Um, the Micah Parsons accepted on ha- behalf of CeeDee Lamb, who won offensive. Pl- no, no, no. Christian McCaffrey did. Who did Mike- Micah Parsons accepted it on? Oh, it was some kind of next-gen award. Oh. And CeeDee Lamb wasn't there, and he got up, and he just took it and just walked off. And everyone's like, I thought you're, you're accepting on behalf of. Aren't you supposed to make a speech? <laughs> there, was, there was no speech. That's uncomfortable. There was nothing. Um, Dion was out there. with. It was interesting to see the presenters, the different – because they had presenters from there was one from a CBS show who was also on Miles Teller this is was our the, life. The, Miles Teller was out yeah. there. Um, you had uh, Teresa. Uh, what is it? P. Henderson. I always screw her first. Taraji P. Henson. Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. With some respect, please. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Bit. She was bit. out there, and she actually had a tear in her eye, which I don't know what like if she just got into it before she, because there was something about comeback player of the year, but I don't think Joe Flacco's acceptance speech made her cry. Well, may, maybe she was crying for Demar because a lot of people are today. Yeah, I, I mean, Demar's story is a phenomenal yeah. comeback story. But I comeback. My vote for comeback player of the year in the NFL honor stuff that we got to do. I, who do you think should win? My vote was for um, Baker Mayfield. I thought Baker brought his entire career back. Joe yep. Flacco was very acceptable. Demar Hamlin is an amazing story that he it survived. Would have been better if he actually played and did some stuff. Yeah, I mean, he right. played some, but yeah, the comeback player of the year, I think yeah. they got it right. It's, yeah, right. yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But don't say that out loud. Well, make sure nobody hears you say that. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, TJ. No, I think that's a wonderful story. It, it deserves a. It deserves a. Well, who's the guy that always does the sad stories? Uh, oh, yeah. On uh, the sideline. Tom, Tom Rinaldi. Yeah, I mean, Tom Rinaldi should Whoa, do a no, story on You him. cry. You cry. Yeah. No question. All right, we got a break. Uh, TJ, you'll be first up. Anybody else wants to talk about Andre Johnson or any of the stuff last night or anything else? You're more than welcome. I'm talking about Chastain Ford right now. I'm talking about 1.9% financing on 2023 F-150s. They got to get those off the lot. People, it is February. They got to get the 2023s. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make unbelievable deals for you. This is what Chastain Ford does. Chastain Ford is going to make sure that you get into that Ford car or truck at the best possible price with the best possible financing. I've talked about this before. They didn't go with Ford financing for me because it wasn't as good as they found at this bank. So we went with the bank instead. You know what Ford financing? Probably say, hey, 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 
we want to we want you to be uh you know promoting us nope i'm gonna get the best deal for my people and that happens all the time not just because it was me it happens every single time at chastang ford because they want you to get into that ford car or truck at the best possible price they don't want you choking on payments they're not going to mark up they're not going to add on they're not going to make you get customized it the way that they want it they want to customize the way that you want it if you're looking for that ford car or truck go with the chastangs you'll be part of the family they've been doing it for over 80 years in this city and there's a reason that they're doing it this long is because they're so good and they're going to make you part of the chastang family at 610 at homestead not hempstead just five minutes from downtown or at chastangford.com espn 97.5 on twitch oh it's you people what do you mean you people what do you mean you people huh The recipe is simple. Take one part John because you know what you're going to get. And add like 50 parts Lance because you never know what you're going to get. Spike the spice with some Del Olaleya and damn, it tastes like the Veritex Community Bank Studios. 739 ESPN 97. We're a little bit behind. Let's get TJ in here. As we, uh, nice oh, job, Lance. You got us behind on breaks already. It's only seven thirty nine. I got a feeling it's Father TJ. Is it Father TJ? I got a feeling. I don't know. We'll Let's see. Let's see, TJ. Yes, sir. I first would like to also give glory and praise to God as well. Good to talk to you guys today. Thank you. Well, you uh, you should be giving uh, right. First thing you should do. Yeah. How do you? Okay, this is Father TJ, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, I so called in because I was going to give. I was going to give John a hard time in the first segment for encouraging people to sin and get inebriated at the Super Bowl and then comparing <laughs> Andre Johnson's Hall of Fame to the conclave and the selection of the Pope. Uh, but but what? But guys, I... But what? No, but I am, I'm, so, I'm so excited. I mean, I'm just so excited today uh, about the, the future of the Houston Texans. I have we got our first Hall of Famer. We got Rookie of the Year. We got on offense and defense. And it's an opportunity for us to, to, to talk about God's blessings in our lives. How about that? I mean, I know you guys said you didn't want this to be, you didn't want it to be a religious show, but but that's but that's what we do. Those of us who are believers say, first and foremost, God, thank you gave me so I can share these gifts with others. I mean, that's what I do in my ministry, and that's what C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson said in their, in their speeches. Like, the gifts I have, I share them with others, and because we share them with others, then we get more talents. And we're not a slave to sin, but we're a slave to righteousness and to do what's right. So I'm pumped up. Future of the Texans is great. It's awesome. It's amazing. You guys do excellent work. Thank you so much. No, no, no. Listen, I think it's great that... My son is got his spirituality is is awesome, and I send I sent him Brock Purdy this week. Brock Purdy was asked, you know, what's his favorite uh, scripture passage, and he was Psalm twenty three, and he started reciting it, and I sent it to my son, and he was like, you know, it's pretty cool, Father TJ, that you know, honestly, that that God is making a big comeback here with athletes that that that, that they're they're actually glorifying Him first. Uh, in all their and in, in, in every every situation, it seems like CJ first thing he does is glorify God, and that's really cool. And that's and, and it's and it's really great that that you know somebody who's as prominent as he is is making sure that everybody knows about his faith and and that God is coming first. Well, for I don't. So thanks for the call, Father Teacher. It's good hearing from you again. I don't. You know, I'm I'm 
conscious of people who are non-believers or, or any other faith. I just believe in religious freedom, either a, a choice to be a non-believer, a choice to be a believer. I just don't, I think it's cool that, what I think is cool is that they, they don't feel like they have to be shamed into not saying it. If if you don't want to thank God because you're, you're not a believer, no, don't, don't. No. no one's going to think, no one thinks, is going to think, I'm not going to think bad of you at no. all. Um, but I do like the fact that he has the confidence to be himself. Like, that's part of who C.J. Stroud is. And C.J. Stroud, I heard him say something the other day, and, and it really made sense as to why he is who he is on the, um, when you hear him talk, he just says, I'm just going to be me. I don't, he doesn't try to front. Like, when you hear him, when he does, when he does post-game interviews, you can tell it's like, it's real. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. there are no, you know, where he cleans it up for, you know, he's, well, let me speak this way, or let me do this, or let me, let me have the cliches. CJ is literally his authentic self all the time. Mm-hmm. And he said that's something that he learned, and that's, and that's, and you know, and so the God thing is part of his authentic self as well. And so he's going to, um, you know, with, and I get it, some of it is Tim Tebow, you look at him differently, and Tim Tebow is, is, Beating well, you over the head and corny and all that yeah. stuff. Okay, whatever. But C.J. Stroud is doing it every chance he gets because that's what he believes in. That's how he was raised. And he does it. And he's not going to take as much grief because people like him. And he is, you know, but he also plays to a really high level. But I don't, you know, if if you're not a believer, if you are, what, whatever the case may be, it's it doesn't, it's no skin off my neck. But at the same time, I do like that in a time where people are kind of silenced a little bit for whatever their thoughts are here and there. It's nice that CJ can just be himself, Will Anderson. These athletes basically are going to just be themselves, and if that it includes that, it is interesting to see it. You know, we had this discussion before. It's interesting to see it come back. Yep. No, no, uh, no. It's, and, and it's accepted, more accepted now than I think. I think a lot of people were uncomfortable. Listen, Jack Easterby made this conversation uncomfortable. T, uh, uh, Tim, because he was a snake. Yeah, right, and it, and it, it uh, quite frankly, it was it was it was fraudulent, right? Exactly. But CJ's authentic. He's Auth- everything about his conversations are authentic. When he talks to people, right. you never get the fact that he's not being who he is. Like he's hiding a separate self. That's one of the reasons people like Lamar Jackson is he's not trying to. Um, you know, Lamar is just going to be who he is. It's a way different than a lot of quarterbacks, but Lamar's very authentic. That's a position that has had a lot of inauthenticity because it needs to be the leader of, you know, you have to talk like a quarterback, right? Right. That was forever. It's not that way anymore. You just have to be yourself and be a leader, and that's, you know, well, we've got one. we got a guy like that, man. I, I couldn't agree more with Father TJ, Father TJ. and he's a father because he's actually a priest in Kingwood. But, he, um, I, man, I am so excited about the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's really great. we got to break it. We're going to catch up on breaks here. We are also giving away. Let's, let's do this in the next segment. We'll give away uh, a VIP table, and we'll do one later in the show as well. For the uh, big game coming up on Sunday, we're going to be at uh, Warehouse Live Midtown. We want you to have a VIP table. Don't call in if you're not going to get it, but we'll tell you how you can win that uh, coming up next. Right now I'm talking about Houston Safe and Lock. You are going to talk to Derek when you go there. Houston Safe and Lock is the biggest, the best. It's not even close. And you're going to get the best price on your saves because they have bulk. They have a warehouse full of safes. And these safe, and when you buy, when you got a warehouse full of safes, it means you bought those safes from the manufacturer at a better price. A lot of these other safe companies don't even have, they won't have a display room. They have two locations 
of display, a safe display, one uh, uh, at Wharton I-10, that's King Safe and Lock, and Houston Safe and Lock is at uh, Westheimer and the Beltway. And you see all of the different safes. And then they have a warehouse full of safes. And you're going to get them at a better price. You, they do everything that has to do. You need to move a safe. Movers aren't going to move a safe. It's Houston Safe and Loft. We'll move the safe. You need to change the combination. You re- repair it. You need to open a safe, a- anchor and bolt the safe, move the safe. Whatever it is that you need done with safes, there's one place to go. And that's Houston Safe and Lock. They're the best, they're the biggest, and they're the best. Give a call, 713-522-5555. Talk to Derek or go to 975safe.com. ESPN 975.com. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Your morning continues on its steep trail towards greatness. And these are your Sherpas, keeping you on the straight and narrow. John and Lance, live in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. <laughs> Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let's go! Big night for the Houston Texans last night, winning offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Uh, so that was that just, just awesome. Andre Johnson, Hall of Famer, totally, totally sweet. This was a, a great night for the Houston Texans organization. D'Amico should have won Coach of the Year. Uh, unfortunately, Kevin Stefanski beat him in the regular season. And Kevin Stefanski had a big year as well with different quarterbacks playing. He won with Joe Flacco. He but when got it's all said and done, D'Amico's the Coach of the Year. Yes. Because like, D'Amico's obliterated Kevin It won't look like that you know, in the, in the annals, in, right. in the, in the in the, in the in history hearts, books. But in our hearts. In our hearts, right, right. Like, we won the 19. Which is more important. In my heart, I won the 19 World Series. Yeah. I brought in Garrett Cole. Yeah, God. No, I did. Like, I brought in Garrett Cole Cole in my mind. AJ. So I won it. AJ. AJ. By the way, Garrett shut down. Garrett went two more innings and shut down. He did. Watched in my, yeah. In your mind. In my reality. In your reality, yeah. Uh, Let's get uh, Julian in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92. Hey, Hey, Julian, what's up? Good morning, fellas. So, first of all, bang, bang, Niner gang, then Brock, we trust. I think it's going to be about a 24 to 20 game. But my daughter, she wants to tell you her prediction or who's going to win and why or whatever. Here you go, Carter. So, I think so. I think 29ers are going to win. But I go for Kansas City because Taylor Swift. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear that? She thinks the 49ers are going to win, but she's for Kansas City because of Taylor Swift. How old are you? I am six years old. You're six years old? Six years old? Yes. And you love Taylor Swift? Yes. Yeah. Good. Do you like Travis Kelsey? Mm-hmm. You do? You yeah. like him too? He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a nice guy, and he and Taylor are... Are, are good together, and that's fine. Yeah. Do you think he invented that haircut? <laughs> Don't ask her about the taper fade. Nope. No, she says no. She yeah, said no. He did yeah, not. She, yeah, he, he denied did not. it. She and knows. He said, I She's watching either. every press conference. She knows. He knew how much trouble he could get in with that question. <laughs> yeah. But shut aren't it down you, immediately. Aren't you worried that your dad, he's a big uh, 49er fan, but is he going to still love you after the game if Kansas City wins? Yes. Tell him who you're a fan of. What do you like? I like 49ers a little bit, and 
and Kansas City, but I don't know which one I like better because it's kind of complicated. It is complicated. Uh, it is complicated. Can, when your dad is screaming into the phone when you're in the car, bang, bang, Niner gang, has he ever explained to you what that means? Say that again, man. No. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So, no. so does she know that you're a huge Niners fan? Like, she knows. I don't think you really hide it at the house. No. Oh, he's gone now. Okay. Yeah. yeah he doesn't exactly, hide it at the house. He doesn't exactly hide that fact. I just hope that he still loves you, you if, gotta, if, if the Kansas City Chiefs win. You got your crazy father yelling at bang, bang, Niners and, and Brock we trust. Right. Or rock? Does he say rock out with your Brock out too? Has he ever said that oh on this God. show? Yes, don't he even, has. Don't actually. say stuff like that. I, I'm no, not yeah, the one saying he said it. Said I'm yes. not. I didn't make that up. So I'm hoping he refrains from some of that when his young daughter, a Taylor Swift fan, is in the car. Because those those are not the lyrics she would hear in a Taylor Swift song. No, no, you, that is not what you would hear in a Taylor Swift Just some song. Shake ever. It off, some shake it off, and I'm 22, but not the and Brock Brock out with your Brock out. What a <laughs> terrible thing. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, Mark in here. Hey, Mark. Hey, good morning, guys. I know you're talking about the uh, NFL awards, but I just got a quick question for Lance. Uh, the Steelers recently hired Arthur Smith, and I'm just curious if he thinks that's a good hire. His, his uh, accolades and resume aren't too impressive. That year with Tennessee was okay. His Atlanta run was not all that. And I'm wondering if they think he's going to be the savior for Kenny Pickett or if this is just kind of a – a higher based off of just longevity within the NFL on a hang up and listen. You know, I was a little surprised to see Arthur Smith get that, get that job, to be honest with you. Um, I thought he actually was really good in Tennessee. People kind of diminish that, but when you really look at what he was able to do with uh, Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill has never approached those kind of numbers. Tannehill had a very, I think it was 30, 34 touchdown passes, and that's with Derrick Henry having a monster season. I thought he did a pretty good job <clears throat> with Tennessee as an offense coordinator in a very, very short period of time. But when you go through his history, you know, he was offensive coordinator really for just now, granted he, I think he called plays in Atlanta, but he was just uh, an offense coordinator with the Titans for one year or maybe two years, maybe it was 19 and 20. So it's a little bit limited as a play caller. So yeah, I was, I was a little bit surprised. Retread coach. He's only 41, so he's still pretty young. But um, I was a little surprised, but he also kind of fits the Mike Tomlin mold. Where Now, Tomlin a lot of times used to hire people he knows. That's how my dad got hired originally because they had coached on the same staff at, at Cincinnati Bearcats. But um, I don't see any background where he knows Mike Tomlin. I don't know where they would have coached together. So he must have just had a good interview there. I can't tell you I'm... You know, I don't I don't know that I think Kenny Pickett is a coordinator away. To assume that every quarterback who struggles is just one coordinator away, sometimes it's true and sometimes the 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 like coming out of college the thing that scared me about Kenny Pickett is I saw some poise issues that creep back up. Uh he didn't really have it as I didn't think he had it his senior year of at Pitt and then all of a sudden you turn on the tape and you can see some of them and now in the NFL I'm starting to see it again. If you don't have poise, you can't be a good NFL quarterback. It's literally impossible. Poise is as a non-starter if you don't have poise because once they see that, they heat you up. And then unless your offensive line is just phenomenal, and then you turn into a checkdown guy, you can't push the ball down the field. So um, I think it's okay. I think the Arthur Smith is higher is okay. 
you had Ryan Tannehill, who was a game manager, who they who turned into a you know fairly prolific quarterback. They're obviously trying to replicate that with with Kenny Pickett. We'll see if it works. They were also a little picked over by the time you got Arthur Smith. Like the coordinator positions have been a little picked over. So, you know, because one of the things that's happening now is it used to be retread head coaches, but now everyone wants the hot coordinator. So if you have to fire a coordinator, the best coordinators are taking head coaching jobs in most cases. And the very and yeah. and the other ones aren't going to come to your team because they're at another team where they're doing well. So it's getting harder to find. That's why you saw a head coach in college from Boston College came to the NFL to be an offense coordinator because there's not – and I think you'll start Defensive seeing more of that. coordinator. Oh, no, a defense coordinator. That's right. But there was an offense co- – oh, Liam Cohen yeah. came back to uh, uh, an NFL coordinator position. Yes, this is going to be interesting uh, as we had to break here. Uh, we haven't really talked about – we haven't touched on it at all. But Zay Flowers is in some trouble. Yeah. He's being uh, investigated for alleged domestic assault. The Ravens have had zero tolerance on this stuff. Since Ray Rice. Since Ray Rice. Zero tolerance on this stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, turns out for Zay Flowers, who was, after Puka, he was the best rookie wide receiver. He, Jordan Addison, and Puka. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. But man, oh man, oh man, dudes. Guys, just keep hands off. Hands off, brother. He's not been charged with any crime at this time. So it's being invested. Yeah, I'm reading. There's no, I don't really see. It said the alleged incident occurred a day after the Ravens defeated the Texans in the AFC divisional round. Flowers was selected, but it doesn't give any specifics, so no. I don't really know what happened. Uh, time for me. Listen, we were just there this past. We were there this week, as a matter of fact, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. We were at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. It's two hours down. We had a great ride back, Lance and I. We listened to – it's two hours. We listened to comedians all the way back. and talked to Nicole. We also talked to Nicole. But we – but we. it's such an easy way to get there. As opposed to going all the way to Las Vegas where you've got to be – but by the time you get to Lake Charles, you, you're still waiting in the airport, okay, for your plane to take off. That's right. Just two hours down the road. It's so convenient. It's a Las Vegas-style casino, the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can still get there this Sunday. See if they've got rooms, and you can stay overnight after you watch the big game, all right? And you can bet on everything at the DraftKings Sportsbook. They've got all the props and everything else. You're looking for just a great place to have fun. I love me the Lake Charles, the the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. I think it's just the best. It is awesome. It's so much more convenient going into Las Vegas. 1,100 rooms, 18-hole championship course, 12 restaurants, Blue Martini, the huge pool. Everything. And you've got all the shows that are there as well. Go to goldennugget.com slash Lake Charles. Make your reservations for a DraftKings table for the NCAA tournament. Goldennugget.com slash Lake Charles. ESPN 97.5.com on the Chase Long. I've got a Chase Long in my dressing room. 